I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep. So I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Yonko table. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney, and we're going to be talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier episode two. But with me, as always, is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster Hoop, I know it's only been a couple days since our Snyder recording, but you know I gotta ask, how's your day been? It's going great, Dr. Jace. Uh, again, I, I I haven't had any days where it hasn't been great, but that's fine. That's fine. And like it's I said, always good to ask. You never. It's know. always good to ask. It's, I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. Everybody, you should take the time to ask people how the day's going. So I appreciate it. I'm good. I'm ready to get into this. Uh, episode two, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You got a lot to say. So yeah, I'm hungry. I'm ready. Yeah, serve it up. Let's get fed. But before we do, before the table is set, we also got fellow supernovas returning from the past. We have Supernova Toasty. Toasty, how you doing? Well, I'm still recovering from the last video, but I'm excited to be here. Um, the Snyder Cut was too much, but hopefully this one is sweet, short, and we can all agree about this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all on the same page with that. Uh, and last but not least, we got Supernova Ray. Supernova Ray, come in. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk about this week's episode. And um, I wish Dr. Jace would ask me how my day went, but that's okay. Oh well, now, now, now you hurt my heart, my man. I didn't ask. You, you hurt his heart. <laughs> well, he hurt mine as well. All right, all right, all right. Supernova Ray, Supernova Ray. All right, all right. How about this? How about this? How was your day? It was great. All right, now, now, moving on to the next. How the hell did you finish? Go, do, go on, go on. No, I don't want to finish anymore. All right, no problem. Moving on to more important things. <laughs> We got Falcon and Winter Soldier episode two. Uh, I think it maintained the same heat from the last episode. I'm bouncing it off to Grandmaster. Who, Grandmaster, can you lead us in on this one? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I feel um, the flow, the pacing has been really good so far. But um, yeah, we, we pick off right where they left off. Uh, the, you know, the news, uh, John Walker has been announced as the new Captain America. And, you know, it's clearly visibly on Sam's face at the end of episode one. Not okay. I um, Bucky's I would face, say he was hurt. He's definitely hurt. And on Bucky's face too, Bucky is also in shock. He's, uh, he's not taking this well either. And 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep using this uh, uh, this phrase, heavy is the shield, because, you know, we feeling for Bucky and uh, Sam, but, you know, we don't know anything about this guy. So we're introduced to this guy right away, John Walker, uh, new cap. Uh, he's, you know, having his little inner monologue trying to, uh, good morning, America. Uh, I'm, I'm Captain <laughs> a, a, America. A lot of cheese. A lot of cheese. Very cheese. Uh, I mean, um, but, you know, it was a nice little scene. Uh, you know, clearly he has an idea that this is not just going to be some walk in the park. You know, these are big shoes for him to feel. And he's talking to his friend. Um, I forget his name because I, I don't I don't like them. So they haven't uh, earned the right to for me to remember their names. But, you know, he's having this little <laughs> conflict uh, with himself. You know, he gets a little support from his friend, his girlfriend. And, you know, he he runs out there with Steve Shield, man, To Not only does he run out there to Steve uh, with Steve Shield. And I don't know if y'all noticed this. That marching band who won, they killed it. Uh, they're playing the song, the Star Spangled Man with a Plan. That is the same oh. little jingle from Captain America, uh, the first Avenger, when he was doing, uh, you know, trying to do uh, what you call the Bonds. Yeah, yeah. Floor, punching out Hitler. That's the uh. same song, man. That's the same song. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for little things like that. Um, I don't know how y'all feel, but, you know, he goes up, does a little interview. He's like, oh, you know, I'm a good guy. I don't have super strength. I don't have gadgets, but I have guts. And uh, that's that's what that's what the previous Captain America had. And, yeah, you know, it's very cringe because, you know, he's trying to appeal to the people. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, the kicker for me, and this cuts off this scene, uh, he says, uh, you know, while Bucky and... Uh, Sam are watching uh, he goes you know Steve felt like a brother and that for me that for me was really bold and now I don't like you Uh, (laughs) so so he had you in the beginning almost or 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 you didn't have a stance with what to really take with him yet until he said that he had some somewhat I, I try to empathize with him these are big shield I mean big shoes a big shield right and, you know, uh, <laughs> but then, you know, he goes and says that. And actually, I rewatched the scene, too. And his friend and him were in agreement. They said, this is the job. And that didn't sit well with me either. Never has this been a job for Steve. This has been, you know, just doing what's right. Standing up to the bully that was Hitler. Standing up to the bully that was Loki. Standing up to the bully That's that right. was any... Uh, adversary steve and the avengers face this was never about the job and this was never about you know the government uh i don't know how y'all feel about that i'm gonna go ahead and pass it to toasty how, how did you feel meeting this guy um honestly speaking i'd be honest i like if i have to be honest honestly <laughs> speaking <laughs> um i liked him at the beginning um, I like the part where they show him talking to his friend and his girlfriend. He seemed to be down to earth. He didn't kind seem of to humanized be, him a little. Yeah, bit. he didn't seem to be cocky or overconfident. And you could see that a little bit of him seemed to be afraid that he was not gonna be good enough. And the way I tried to sympathize with him is because I realized, okay, this man is just doing his job at the end of the day. 
He's in the military. So from his point of view, maybe he didn't have a choice to decide if he could be Captain America or not. His supervisor probably came in and said, my man, you passed the exam. You better step up. <laughs> That's what you sign up for. Remember, you, didn't sign up. you remember that exam that you took where you were throwing that shield around like <laughs> against all those target dummies? And, yeah, and that you, one. You passed it, man. See, this is the thing I don't get. You said you didn't have super strength, but... I mean, I don't know about you. The average human cannot throw the shield around and catch it. So obviously, we know it's all BS. But okay, he's got um, something under there. I'm sure yeah, he's got Honestly, something for sure. No, I'm 100 sure he's some kind of super soldier, meta human, whatever the hell you wanna. The term is for those people and this mythology. But he has something. The question is, whatever he has, how is it gonna affect his character? Um, because, I mean, I don't want to get too far ahead, but just from the beginning, when he's in the locker room, all the way to when he went to speak to the people in the stadium, actually he was nervous. He had to replace Captain America. Captain America was beloved for the last 10 plus years. He has to step up and, you know, pawn the belt and do his job. Yes, um, I do feel bad that uh, Falcon and Balky, maybe one of them should have been Captain America, but... When it was time for them to step up, they were, in a way, not brave enough to do that. So, in a way, I don't feel they have the right to complain because, like they said, America needs an image. It needs an icon. They had the opportunity. They were there on the front line. They chose no out of personal feelings. And, I mean, you let the opportunity go. You are not allowed to complain anymore. This guy came in, he got the job, he's trying his best. Of course, those feelings might change later on when they show maybe if he's a bad guy. But as of right now, they haven't shown anything. They've shown throughout the episode, even at the beginning, he's trying his best. He's trying to work with everybody. And yes, he's an amateur, but Captain America was an amateur at one point. So I'm that willing to give... And again, that's me coming with zero knowledge from the comic. So I'm willing to give this guy a chance. I like to believe that eventually this guy is going to do good. Obviously, I could be wrong, and this guy could turn out to be the biggest douchebag on the planet. He but could be the main villain, for all you know. <laughs> he could be the main villain, where, you know, he's out there waving, everybody loves him, but, you know, when he's out home by himself, he's killing kittens or something. <laughs> Freaking psychopath. But so far, they haven't shown that. So I like him so far, at least for the first episode. I feel in this episode, um, Bucky and uh, the Falcon, they were the antagonist to me. They, oh yeah, I would, yeah, I would take that point. I would say they're antagonists. And of course, later in the episode, we can talk more about this. But that's my initial impression of him. Okay, okay. What about you, Ray? What, what's your what's your first impression with uh, John Walker taking up the mantle as the new Captain America? Honestly, my biggest beef is his chin. Be honest. Like, my biggest beef with him is his, like, his facial structure. Like he just looks like a weasel. Oh my god! No, <laughs> I'm, I'm just because like, of that. that. That does bother me a little bit, but no, like from the beginning, it's just like it. It feels sinister, you know. Like it, it Like I was watching this, I'm like, hmm, this motherfucker's up to something. There, there was a level of sleaze that I got in the first episode when I saw him with the like, mask. Even, even their attempt to humanize him, like um, Grandmaster just said, like. It's the this is the job, like. Okay, so this is uh this is a game to you guys. Like, what's going on? 
you know so it's it's right. it's hard for me to sympathize with him it just it seems very manufactured like this is what right. you need to do at this time at this time very robotic and i i mean this is something we'll get into later as we mm -hmm. go on cuz i have some theories i want to get into ooh but i'll let you i'll let you guys talk about it until we get towards the end cuz that's when it really comes that's when it that's when it really comes full circle well i mean i I, I guess I'm I'm kind of with uh, Toasty on this one. I I felt like the guy was genuine for the most part. I feel like the man has a very poor choice of words, and that's where you get the stuff like feels like a brother or certain lines that he says later on in the episode that we'll get to. I I know we're gonna talk about some. Bro, of the he said he feels later. like a brother. You've never met the dude. Right? Yeah. I mean, like I, I get it. It's like okay, maybe you shouldn't have said that, but again, they. They gave us that scene in the beginning, like he he he's not trying to impress anyone in that locker room. Who was that? Like his girlfriend, his wife? I don't know. Who was he trying to impress by being like I don't know, somewhat down to earth with just the two of them in that room? So far, I can't. I cannot honestly say that I hate the guy. But then there's a couple lines like at the very end where I'm like, ooh, okay kind of getting a little hostile there <laughs> um but watch I, he's gonna turn out just like homelander and the boys this is just the beginning <laughs> we love him before you know he's gonna be chopping for, off you, heads for, for all i know ray blood for all i know i could I, my take on his character can be completely wrong he could be the main villain as hosty was saying with the killing of the kittens like a psychopath um but I mean, right now, I don't really hate... I'll tell you this. At, at the end of episode one, I'm like, oh, man, that's sleazeball. I, I hate him. I hate him. How dare he do that? And then I was expecting to hate him even more in this episode. And then they showed us, like, you know, the first uh, 30 minutes or so about the guy. And I'm like, oh, uh, this kind of caught me off guard. I was not expecting that. Probably shouldn't have said some of the stuff about, like, the brother and, the, you know, all, all the other things that we'll get into later. But... Yeah, I was like, all right. I mean, you're fine for now. Let, let's see where we go from here. But, I mean, we'll get into it for sure. But um, one thing I feel like I, I absolutely love. There's no halfway between this. I loved Bucky and Sam's uh, chemistry together. Great in chemistry. This episode. Yeah. That, was, that was something that I thought was not going to work because, I mean, just based off the movies, I could never see these two, like, piggybacking off each other's character. In a solo series, nonetheless. Like, their their personas of being heroes, yeah, I could see that. But, like, them as characters, I'm like, oh, what are they even going to talk about? What are they going to... I don't know. How are they going to interact with each other? But, surprisingly, this... Like, I, I loved every scene that they were in where they were joking around having heartfelt moments getting pissed at one another i mean uh i mean that's just me i i really loved how they set up their characters uh in this episode yeah i i feel um i feel the best way to put it uh from from what i've seen uh they're both exes of captain america and, <laughs> oh yeah uh, that's right at various points captain america dated both of them not not at the same time but, you know, at right. different points and they always had this rivalry going on of, you know, uh, who's really the number one sidekick? Who's really the wingman for Captain America? 
because and then you know when they first interacted uh you know bucky was brainwashed uh if you remember in the winter soldier he ripped off one of falcon's wings and grounded him uh that's a terrible first impression for them Ooh, right there and I then uh, about that. yeah man and then their next interaction with each other is in civil war and he's over here like can you scoot your seat up bucky's in the back seat and sam's <laughs> like no <laughs> bucky scoots to the middle and then we're reintroduced to them finally we see them on screen together and you know uh you know bucky's ready he said you shouldn't have given up that shield sam what you doing what the hell man he and, told him know, straight up he, he straight didn't run the bush with it mm-hmm. and he's like you know uh good to see you too buck because as we said uh the last episode he ignored his call he's been ignoring his calls this whole time so now it's like they've uh, dated for a period of time and now they just broke up that's the vibe i get from them that's the chemistry and it's funny and it works and i'm i'm finally glad to see them together and you know here they are they're discussing kind of like what we're discussing actually that's funny that is actually we are discussing the same thing that they are they are not approving <laughs> right. they are not approving of this guy you know and Bucky is rightfully upset, in my opinion. You know, he's Steve's best oh, friend. Oh, for sure. From his perspective, he's he's torn apart. He's devastated. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Like, the last thing that Steve did, uh, you know, while he was alive, for all we know, was give this, his legacy, pass it on to Sam. And yeah, Sam kind of just threw it away. Um, like Toasty said, you know, they didn't step up. They weren't brave enough. But then, you know, Sam admits he was heartbroken, yet... Sam, you had the opportunity, you know, it was there. So whatever the internal struggle, which they, I'm, the, there's layers to this, and I'm glad this show like is an ogre for it. or an onion, like an ogre and an onion. Cakes, <laughs> cakes have layers too. Um, <laughs> but you know, after their little banter, they're off, man. They're off to Munich to go take on uh, the Flag Smashers, and uh, and here we could get into this now. Uh, here we have this fight scene. Uh, they do a little reconnaissance. Um, uh, they get some details on the Flag Smashers. And uh, they have deduced these are super soldiers. And, uh, you know, they start this fight. Uh, we also get a nice little call back to uh, Bucky being the White Wolf. Uh, I swear I thought that was a Geralt of Rivia no, uh, reference no. <laughs> to Witcher. No, no, no. It is the White Wolf. He was a character in the comics. He was a he was an adopted white son of Wakanda. They didn't use that character. They used Bucky. So now Bucky's the White Wolf. Cool little throwback. But we get this battle and you think it's going to be Sam and Bucky kicking ass, but they're so super soldiers. So rightfully so. They're kind of at odds here. But I did not see this coming because they did not reveal this in any of the trailers. But this mother... Let me let me refrain from using too profane. But this <laughs> fool John Walker shows up, and how does he show up, man? He throws the shield. And uh, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all go ahead, uh, uh, Doctor Chase. I don't know you want to pop it out. How did you feel when you saw that shield come flying by Sam to protect uh, Sam? I felt I don't know. It was a mix of it a lot of emotions like it felt awkward <laughs> but i mean it's the heat of battle you know you're not supposed to be thinking about well who's the one throwing the shield and protecting me no like the guy is trying to save his life but at the same time us as a viewer i'm watching it i'm like oh man oh he is he is fighting like cap right now and 
I don't know. I just felt a little bit uneasy just watching it. But at the same time, the guy was holding his own. Uh, I don't think he showcased anything that indicated he has like super soldier level of uh, strength. He did not. Or, he did not. He, right. He did it. Even though, I mean, as Toasty pointed out earlier, <laughs> he was doing that little field exam, throwing around that shield. And I'm like, the average human can't do that. So what's up in your uh, bloodstream, man? But um, uh, I mean, yeah, like we didn't really see too much to really, you know, confirm, okay, he, he does have some level of superhuman strength or agility. So I mean, the shield thing, he was throwing her around. It was bouncing off of people. And then he pulled out the gun, like, towards the end. Uh, I, I don't remember. what Was a gun ever in Captain America's arsenal? Like, just to disarm people or... Uh... When, when the first Avenger, he used the gun. He so did. He did. Oh, okay. Like, uh, like more like a... Not really as his main weapon, I'm assuming, right? Well... Post post war, he wasn't using gun, but there is a money shot in the first Avenger, as Ray was saying. Yeah, he uses a gun, and he also uses a gun in Avengers. Um, I'm not too worried about the gun thing, to be honest. I don't know okay. how the rest of y'all feel, but um, if it know. was part of his arsenal before, then it's not that big a deal. I I just saw it, and I'm like, oh wow, a gun. <laughs> We're doing this now, but and then you know, it was it was like a little pistol. It wasn't anything crazy, so. I mean, Sam's over here throwing grenades. So, you know. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? He didn't use a grenade once in this episode. He did not. But very true about the grenades. Uh, Tosi, uh, what do you think? Actually, I thought it was a good thing that he was using a gun. Um, because it kind of shows you a different ideology between the original Captain America and this guy. It seemed that the OG Captain America never wanted to kill anybody. But this dude right here is ready to take out the AK and just <laughs> rain down on people, which is interesting because at the end of the day, you have to remember he is a soldier. So from his point of view, Top of those his are class. yeah, those are terrorists. So, I mean, you don't negotiate. You just put a bullet to the brain and let them go to sleep. That's it. So <laughs> it's interesting to see how there's going to be a clash of ideology between the two groups. But at the same time, like Ray just mentioned, um, Falcon uses grenades, so my man, you were throwing people against Mountain last episode, uh, and letting people fall to their death. So I don't think you have any right on how this dude is killing people. But I want to see how more extreme he's gonna get. And in this fight, I do think that the guy definitely has some kind of super soldier uh, serum in him, but he doesn't know how to use it yet. You can see that he's still getting used to the fight. Before that, you know, he was just an average soldier with gun. But the hand-to-hand -hand combat, you can see that he's new to it. And of course, you had his sidekick, quote-unquote, the other black guy, uh, Battlestar. <laughs> Such a stupid Battlestar. name. Battlestar. <laughs> Such a stupid name. Uh, <laughs> Battlestar very got some serum in him because if this man take, he's going to be going up a toe-to-toe -to -toe with those people. He's going to get he's gonna get killed. So um, I mean, there, there was that scene at the very end where, like... Uh, uh john walker he, he like kind of like you know was like all right uh wrong move uh sh sugar cake and then the girl like punches him in the chest and sends him flying <laughs> yeah. and i'm like dude if he has to be souped up because that should have killed him if that, exactly that that's His a terrorist yeah unless she was pulling her punches which i don't see any reason why she would be she, do that? Yeah, she wouldn't do, she that. do that yeah yeah like, so the guy has he has to be souped up on something 
Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure it's going to be some kind of serum that's an upgraded version from the original Captain America. Oh, you think but... it's going to be stronger than Cap? A hundred percent. Original Cap, Ooh. like, it was World War II, so the 1940s, 1942, 43, 44, something along those lines. Um, it's been 70 years. Y'all better have something updated. We've never improved that technology. Nah, we're we just stuck in time. <laughs> yeah, we're just stuck in time, you know? No more improvement. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> let's chill. Uh, I definitely think they have something upgraded, but I do think at the same time, whatever it is, the scientists are probably playing games with it. And it's not perfected yet, and it's gonna cause some effect to the guy. So I'm interested to see if he's gonna get more crazy as the show goes on because of that serum. But what about knows? what about you, Ray? Uh, what do you think about like the fight scene? Aside from Falcon not using his grenades, like probably the most useful thing in his <laughs> kit. <laughs> um, I thought it was. It's. I thought it was really. I, I like the fighting the way it was choreographed i thought it was really cool and like the whole um bucky on the side of the truck thing that was really cool too that guy is definitely on some shit like the walker yeah you don't get walker got kicked off the fucking truck and he was fine like bucky got kicked off the truck and even he was like oh shit like clearly something's (laughs) up um I, I like that scene. I thought it was really good for a couple of reasons. One, introducing Walker. I Battlestar. I don't. That was. Uh, I, I don't know how. They I'm not that sold name. on him. I'm not sold. Yeah, like I don't even know why he's there. You, you guys know Kodak Black? <laughs> Do we know him? Oh, uh, I'm yeah. aware of him. I know. Like, does he? Does that guy Battlestar not look like Kodak Black to you guys? You know, funny and funny enough that now that you mention it. Is there an uncanny resemblance? Yeah, I can, I can see it. Uh, I, now you got me thinking he's gonna come in there and be like, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> the finesse kid, actually, <laughs> or some shit like that. I, but I see it. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sold on him either. I mean, the yeah. man had to get saved from hitting the the pavement. You know, he threw the shield to catch him. So, I thought that was kind of indicative cool. of his character. Like I'm like, oh okay. No, yeah, it, I thought that part was cool. Like he, yeah. it was cool. It was yeah. cool. I wonder if Steve Rogers ever shaved saved people like that with the shield. It was inventive, yeah. It was inventive. We I don't think on screen we saw him make any uh cool little throws like that. So I'll yeah. give him that. But uh yeah, Battlestar, I don't think uh if he's not uh, you know, souped up, uh yeah, man, he's not gonna last this series. I don't think. I don't. Yeah, I don't see him extending any further past this. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I guess we. And one thing I really liked how the sequence ended off. It was like w- w- what Ray just said, where we had the scene where Bucky he was kind of like hanging off the ed- edge of the truck, and you had one of the super soldiers trying to kick him off, and then Falcon or Sam he like comes down from underneath the truck and like just bean lines straight under the. I don't know. It was it was a cool scene. Like bean lines under the truck. And grabs Bucky, and they all like tumble over each other, like uh, like anime school children into a field, a meadow. <laughs> oh goodness! I, that, that one by the river front, uh, yeah. the green sloping one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Bucky, real quick, and then we can move on to that awkward car ride after. Um, there was that nice shot of Bucky catching the shield, you know, 
I think that was might have been the, the oh yeah like standout little moment for me in that whole choreographed scene when he caught that yeah, shield. You true. know, Bucky, he was ready to walk away with it or run away with it. <laughs> he was ready to jump off the truck and just leave. Like I don't think he was gonna give it back at all. Like he was pissed. I mean, if he did, who's gonna stop him? Exactly. He's got a <laughs> vibranium arm. Come on, man. And that vibranium arm, I guarantee you, has some hidden tricks in it that they just put in there for shits and giggles. And he doesn't even know. But Maybe uh, it'll turn into like a cyborg arm. Ooh. Could be. I, I got the Sonic if you got the boo. Actually, that makes me wonder if he's going to go back to Wakanda in this show. Because he did get this arm from Wakanda, no? He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Wakanda might make uh, my appear. So... I it's mean, possible. Obviously, obviously, the guy who played Black Panther is dead. So, I wonder how they're gonna tackle that, or if they had planned for him to also show up in the show. Oh, that's because a... that could be the way to introduce the sister as the Black Panther, the way it was in the comic. I know that much. That's that's where I'm hoping a Black Panther series will go, and I'm sure we'll learn more. They start filming this summer, but yeah, if they had brought her in, maybe to you know tweak Bucky's arm uh, give it some repairs yeah that would have been a great way of incorporating her Shuri into the larger world of things versus just you know appearing in the Wakanda battle and then the final battle um, but what y'all think of the awkward car ride where you know John Walker's like oh you know I could use Cap's wingman on my team uh, <laughs> you see like I feel like that was just Honestly, a dumb you thing just went, like, to say. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I feel like it was just like a dumb thing to say. I feel like he didn't mean anything negative out of it. He literally saw we we as the fans know literally Falcon was his wingman. Like let's be honest. Like the like Thanos was not uh, shitting his pants when Falcon came in. It was when Captain America came in swinging Thor's hammer. <laughs> like but my dude is the Falcon, not him. It's, no. it's, it's the Falcon. Like I, I I I I get it. I get it. Like this guy, the way I see it is he he's probably a fan just like us, uh Walker, where from his perspective, Cap was the main guy, and these guys were his sidekicks. And he might have just let that little thing slip out of his mouth and called him a wingman. And that's probably where, like, he he messed up big time, like trying to convince um, Sam to to work with him. But I, I, again, I still feel like Walker was trying his best, and I feel like in some way he's a little delusional uh, because. You even see it where, you know, he wants to address the issue that Bucky and Sam have with him. And from his perspective, he thinks it's because, listen, man, I understand he was your best friend. I'm not trying to be Steve. I'm doing my, I'm just trying to be Captain America. I'm, I'm just doing my best. And that's all he sees out of this. That's He thinks that the main issue that these two have with him is that he's trying to fill in Steve's shoes. And he let them know straight up, dude, I'm not trying to do that. I'm I'm just trying to be Captain America. I'm aware of the big shoes that I have to fill in, and I'm trying my best. And then he slips up and then says some messed up stuff about, you know, the wingman stuff and then the brother thing from earlier. But it's disrespect. It's disrespect. It is. It is disrespect. But I at agree. The end of the day, at the end of the day, a man who has wing and is a man, isn't he a wingman? And he was a wingman to Captain America. All right, so, so if he was saying that, 
If he was saying it like you're saying right now, he's an ass. Because that's, that's an ass joke. That's an ass joke. Honestly, I don't think he meant that bad. He was like, you, I know you were Captain Whitehead, man. You were not the main villain. You were not in the cover picture. You were in the background next to him. So you were a wingman. I mean, that only other word you could have used is psychic. Because... I, I felt mean, like he would have used either one. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it was. But again, from what like you said, I think it's just a guy that might be a fan of the Avenger, like you said. And he might just be some awkward dude. We saw his conversation earlier with his girlfriend. He's an awkward dude. She was kind of joking with him, saying, are you nervous? He looked at her saying, I'm never nervous. And there was not even a smile. So he might be one of those guys that is just straight to the point, lack of emotion, awkward and that was him trying to build a communication or a line of friendship with the og avengers or the sidekicks of captain america the exes <laughs> the exes yes dude the exes so um honestly yeah I, I feel it was too awkward if it was me i would have not stayed in that truck i would just prefer walking so, they were walking at first, and then <laughs> they're not, like, "What? It's like a three, four mile, uh, twenty walk. miles, my, twenty, 20 miles. miles, twenty miles to the airport." So they're but, super soldiers. Bucky can run that in like what ten minutes. And, and actually, man. oh, go ahead, go ahead. Actually, we completely forgot about that. Red Wing is Red Wing dead. Is dead. Yep. <laughs> that so was wait, quick. what? What was Red Wing like? An an entity, or like, can they just rebuild them? He's like, an AI, but yeah, they can, re- can rebuild that shit. It's a robot. But they didn't okay. really explain because I thought that was Stark Tech. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, that, so, that, that, that kind of addresses what we conversation about um, War Machine's armor. Yeah, yeah, that that addresses what we were talking about a couple episodes ago. You know how now that Stark's gone, or Tony Stark specifically, uh, what happens when some of these things break? Yeah. And <laughs> I they, mean. He he, um, he was he was like patching them up in episode one. I noticed that. Yeah, he was, but we didn't see him at the end of the episode after that fight. And Bucky made a point of saying, "I'm sorry about Red Wing," and he was like, "No, you're not." He's like, "Yeah, I know." But I mean, <laughs> why would he say, "I'm sorry about Red Wing" if Red Wing is has a backup somewhere? Or I wonder how they're gonna address this next season because they may seem that it was an AI because he did say earlier that the AI was the one that found. Um, the place in Bosnia where they were, where they went to investigate, or Eastern Europe, wherever it was, they said that the AI Red Wing was the one that found the connection. But at the same time, they didn't really show what Red Wing is able to do. So, I mean, he might be gone. So that's something to think about. And if he is gone, that's a large part of the arsenal for Falcon that just disappeared. And if gotta they start go- using grenades. And if they do go to Wakanda for Bucky's arm, that might be where the Falcon get a better suit also. Actually, that could that, be the next step. That's a good point. That's the only other place that could probably rival Stark Tech. Is yeah. there something yeah, in the 100%. comics where he's like, uh, Sam has went to Wakanda to get something and he gets upgraded? Not, not to my knowledge. Okay. My limited knowledge, no. Uh, but that would be uh, a natural ne- next step, that feels like. But um, real quick, uh, I think I, this is worth touching, uh, mentioning. In that car ride, uh, they were mentioning how uh, I think uh, last last episode we talked about how you know 
you have Sam's sister who was struggling, no uh, five years of no income uh, and whatnot. And here they said there's a whole committee serving the people who returned. Uh, you know, like they said, uh, you know, there's people, you know, these people died, essentially, everybody who blipped away right. from SNAP. And I think it's worth mentioning how they said, uh, you know, now they are catering more to the people who returned versus the people that never left. Like they're trying to get them social security back. They're trying to get them health care. And, you know, there's plenty of refugees that were, uh, you know, uh, I guess, diffused from wherever. And I think that's just worth mentioning because the show does a good job of reminding you this is part of a bigger universe. And there's many little factions that will, uh, you know, play into the current story because that plays directly into the Flag Smashers. And they are brought back in the next scene. And we learn mm-hmm. a little more about them. And yeah, they're definitely super soldiers. We don't know how um, they got their stuff, but it makes sense. Like, uh, if the world wants to cater to the half billion people that disappeared, rightfully so. I can see people being upset. Uh, I don't know how. How do y'all feel? Uh, are you are you still team Thanos or are you good with the snap? <laughs> I'm always team, team Thanos. Of course. Just kill everyone. No, kill half. I'm kidding. I mean, I, look, listen, he wasn't wrong. Um, but I do I do think that, first off, I don't even understand. Um, who, that text message is terrifying. Did you, you, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yes. Um, like when, she's like, oh, oh, that girl. You yeah. took yeah. what is mine. I'm going uh, to kill you. Yeah. And like, why didn't she tell the rest of them about this? Because whoever she took it from must be some really, really big bad. Well, like, by the like, what what was taken again? What the, the serums? I Is imagine that... it has to be the serum they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I would think it's yeah. the serums. Okay. And that's gonna go and into then like. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a little bit about that later, like um, how it connects to like my theories and stuff. It's not really a theory. I'm like I've seen it all over the internet now. I'm sure it's like the natural next step about a certain group. Uh, well, I have no idea where you're going. But I have I like no it. idea either, but I'm actually looking forward to it. I actually want to hear what this might be. Okay. But yeah, like, and then the the one part that didn't make, I don't even understand. Who's chasing them? Ah, don't know. They I guess not. other governments that look like they pulled up in the black vans, guns blazing. Uh, I don't that think. That might be the people they robbed. It could be. Because they call her Robin Hood. So if she's Robin Hood, at the end of the day, it makes it seem that she's the good guy. And they're actually trying to help people. Is that in reference to, like, something from the comics? Or is that, is that, like... One (laughs) person. Oh, well, Well, no. In the comics, it's it's not a group. It's just one person. Oh, okay. Okay. And they're they're definitely just villainous. I don't think there's any kind of Robin Hood uh, parallel made. They're just, just a bad... Okay, okay. Just a villain. Just you never a... know, man. You hear these name drops and you're like, oh, is that a reference? Is no. that a reference? Okay, Who's that? so you're right about these name drops because uh, let, let's segue into the next big scene, you know. Uh, they're they're back in, I think they went to Baltimore. 
uh, <laughs> and you know they're still they're still. It says DC, but it's oh, it's, it was DC. Implied. They went back to DC. It's, was it's it? heavily implied that it's Baltimore. They're right next to each other. I could have I could have sworn. Okay, that's they are right next door. That's true. Oh my bad, my bad. It says Maryland, but oh, I, okay. A tomato, tomato. Even then, tomato. Yeah, right tomato, next. tomato. Um. Yeah, pretty much. We meet. We meet. Uh, well, one that funny joke about the black. It's Black Falcon. <laughs> I related to this kid so much. <laughs> yep. You know, um, what, but my girlfriend and I were watching this, and we think it's setting up for Young Avengers. Oh my gosh! Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I see how excited um, Grandmaster got, so I'll let him. Keep yes. About yes. There's. Okay. Okay. Let's 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 get into it. So this new character Isaiah, he's revealed to be essentially. A, a black Captain America. Okay. However, given the time period, of course, uh, he was kept under wraps. Right. And his story is not yeah, in the comics. He's known as Black um, Captain America, right? Yeah. His yeah. name is literally Black Captain America. It, it's not. It's not. Oh. It's, uh, <laughs> okay. it's just his name. No, I, it's just Isaiah Washington. But the oh, okay, cool, okay. The, okay. So the really cool thing about his character in the comics is that in the comics. Um, most white superheroes or Caucasian or whatever, they are not aware of him at all. They don't know his story. They don't know anything. However, the black superheroes are all aware of his story. And, you know, as he was saying in the show, they, they really pulled kind of straight from the comics. Um, he was part of a test group of like African-Americans during the war. And they're trying to recreate the super soldier and uh he was one of the only surviving ones and then you know he's pointed out that hydra was trying to get at him trying to uh pick at him and dissect him and last episode we talked about how they are going to uh portray what it means to be the you know african-american man mm -hmm. in this universe and crazy enough i guess i didn't think they'd give us another african-american portrayal other than sam but now we have this man, and this really runs parallel to like the whole, uh, you know, the African American community and the distrust of, you know, healthcare and all that because of like the Tuskegee experiments and whatnot. I find that that's really good uh, mm -hmm. parale parallelism, and that's really good. Yeah. Um, that's that's really good that story. Really, I thought that was really dope. I also I also like how good a job Marvel did of. Um, just Bucky's oblivion like and like it's sort of when I was watching this I was like oh wow is this what the average white man thinks because he walked in there he's like hey I know this guy's been tortured and I know they drew blood and kept him in a jail for 40 years but he's gonna help us take down these people like what I'm not doing shit he's gonna get the fuck out of my house I I think it was more like a like a move of desperation wasn't it like I doubt this now, man was his that. first option. I was in jail. Like, uh, Captain America got praised and I was in jail. Fuck that if you think I'm going to help you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and I actually looked it up. He's actually known as the black Captain America. So. <laughs> but, but, oh, but wait, is that like literally like 
like Imagine if he comes in in costume, that's it's not his it, moniker. It, no, that is not his okay. moniker. Oh, okay. okay, it isn't that because when I look it up through the weekend, they're like Isaiah Bradley, aka aka Black Captain America. No, I'm he, like, Bruh, he, <laughs> what he, is this? <laughs> he is, but I I think when he puts on his suit, they just call him Captain America. They don't okay. be like Black Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, but um, that makes sense. You know, no, Ray, you put out, you put, uh, you made a good point, you know, like, well, Bucky is oblivious, and I hate to say that, I'm not trying to say all white males are oblivious to, like, you know, the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the de facto, uh, racism that goes on, but, you know, Bucky's been on ice, too, so maybe he's, like, he kind of missed the whole civil rights movement. That's true. You know. Bucky should be prime example of racist, man. He grew up, like, Right in the 30s, like he has no reason to be friendly with everybody. Facts, he does. He does not. Unless, bro, he, why uh, did Captain America go back and did not help out throughout the Civil War? Like, why did he, he not go go back see, and help who? Like this guy, Isaiah? No, he like didn't, he didn't know about him. This is during the Civil Rights Movement. Captain oh. America said, "Nah, I'm gonna just chill with my wife." Oh, like like, oh, what? Oh, like oh, why uh, didn't he throw his? Like nobody else asked that MLK question, like, or something. Like, no, no, he's talking about when uh he when he went back in time to return the stones. Yeah, this motherfucker yeah. just oh civil rights movement. Nah, I'm good. No, I can't do that. Flashpoint paradox. True. For all, for all you know, you met, you That's not how you. time travel works. That right. past now becomes your present. That's a direct quote. Yeah. Uh, Hulk said that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I'm sure. I'm sure he helped. I'm fucking around. I'm, I'm, that was just. I, that was just fucking around. No, nah, you know. Crazy. I'm sure. You know. He saw a black man being, you know, uh, racially profiled. He probably said, "Hey, leave that man alone." And, you know. He kept and him. He, threw his and he kept walking. Yeah, he kept walking. He did not throw his shield. No, he can't do that. That's abuse. But uh, those hands. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we get that next awkward scene. Sam's being profiled by the police, man. I Honestly. felt like. That was forced. To, it was. To me, what puts it as forced, what for me, what puts it as forced is if you remove this scene from the episode, does this change anything in terms of the main story or even the side stories of what's going on? It, it, okay, I see your I point. That's because, like, it, and, um, go ahead. I think the scene was very important. And um, I don't know if any of you guys seen saw the interview that um, Sebastian Stan did with the I don't know which magazine it was, but they talk about how like one of the big things Marvel wanted to do with this um, with this Falcon and the Winter Soldier thing is talk about race in America, at um, and I think this you know the whole show it's gonna have very different perspectives for one. And for a black superhero, one from a white superhero. And I think this is important to portraying that. Now, just comic book purposes, the scene has no relevance. But they had a mission. Marvel has a mission. Um, Sebastian Lee and Anthony McKee had a mission for this show itself. And they talk about it and they're like, you know what? This scene is very important. And it helps us get our mission across, our picture, our message across. I... I do admit the the message is is a good one at heart, like because this stuff does happen, um, and it's it's real. 
I guess. Also, sorry, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off. One other reason why I don't think it's forced: places like that in Baltimore and Maryland are very heavily policed. So and that you is see? actually very natural. Yeah. No. Okay. And you see that that was the one thing I was giving it because I remembered the the location that it was in, and I'm like, you know what? If if uh if if Falcon or not Falcon, well yeah no Falcon Sam, if Sam was walking down the street like in this uh in this portrayal of like DC Maryland where wherever the hell it is, I feel like this would happen unfortunately, uh, and that was the most I was willing to give it, but I guess for me it was. I feel like they did such a good job with the stuff that happened before, like in the last episode where, you know, he, uh, Sam gave up the shield and they said they were going to put it in the Smithsonian. And then fast forward a couple days, hours, weeks later, whatever, he sees it on a white guy on TV. And that that by itself had racial connotations to it. But I felt like that was done in a much more uh, natural way because... If you take that piece out of the story, you're kind of missing an important chunk of what's what's trying to be told. This one, it was such an isolated incident. I, I'm again, I'm I'm not gonna be the guy who says, oh, just take it out, take it out, no reference, no 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 significance. But at the same time, I'm just kind of indifferent to it. I don't know. It, I feel I feel they could have done a little bit different. Uh, the issue that I had with it is if they had done it to the little boy that called him the Black Falcon. And he stepped up to defend the little boy. I would have liked that better, in a way, uh, because the cops stopped him and they were like, "Oh, give me your license, blah blah blah, ID." And the other cop was like, "Is the Avenger?" And he's like, "Oh, Black Falcon." And I'm like, "My man, like, Black those Falcon. are those are the Avengers. Like, those are practically equivalent of movie star in their reality. The fact that you didn't recognize a Black Falcon, but because somebody said Avenger." You immediately thought back fucking. I mean, yeah, I know you have 50% chance of getting it right or 33% chance of getting it right because we know there are three black men as Avengers. There's uh, obviously Black Panther, there's him, and there's War Machine. So you had a 33% chance of getting it right. But I just felt like it was out of nowhere. What I would have preferred if it was me, I would have preferred if it was the little boy who was all friendly when they first got to the neighborhood, was getting harassed by the police. And he tried, as uh, Sam tried to step up to go defend him, Bucky stopped him. He was like, no, I have to do something. I would have preferred that scene a little bit more. Just because... Really? They you, guys, keep... you don't think that would have been forced? No, I thought it would have been different because it would have reminded me, like like you mentioned, those neighborhood is heavily... Um, a, there's a lot of cops in those areas. And it would have portrayed that even little kids, like the innocent boy that was calling him Black Falcon, or not... Uh, too innocent to be stopped, interrogated by random police officers. And I mean, I, okay, I'll be completely honest. Like my profession, like I, like that's that I've se- I've had I've seen so many battery cases off of just interactions like that in like bad neighborhoods, like in Pine Hills. Like that's I've I've seen so many batteries get picked up that way. So maybe that's why I'm like that's actually pretty normal. But I have insight that. You know, most most people don't, so they're probably looking at this like, "What the fuck?" GM, you're awfully quiet back there. What are your thoughts? Oh no, I was I was letting y'all I was letting y'all talk, man. I like what all y'all have to say. I definitely see both sides. I feel anytime you have, you know, a realistic portrayal of race relations in our country or anywhere, 
when you when you put it on like television or a movie, it's always gonna have you know the intended effect, you know. So whether or not it's forced or not, they are trying to uh, garner a reaction, an effect from you, you know. So whether you know the force just and we all have I, different reactions. Exactly, and you know the the force bit just plays into like you said, does it flow within the story? Is it does it feel natural within the story of things? And whether or not you see how we're having this conversation, that's the effect they want, you know. Right. Because they, they, they. I'm sure there will be naysayers that'll be like, you know, oh, they're just doing that because you know Sam's black and what <laughs> and whatnot. You know, they they want us to they want us to stop watching this show. They want us down with Disney Plus. Ah, how down, dare they? Boycott Disney. Boycott them. <laughs> but you know, you know, there's people like us who are, you know open-minded and who understand that this this does happen this does happen this is what it could look like if superheroes were real so um you know moving forward uh could they do a better job at you know integrating it into the story uh yeah for sure um either no matter how they do it they will get a reaction of some kind they made it a point that they're going to be addressing it at least every episode like so far right okay episode yeah. one we saw it episode two we saw it so i i guess we'll see how they're gonna tackle it next week we'll yeah we'll see we'll see uh, oh wait don't leave without talking about the avengers oh no no okay 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 good i'm sorry um ray's right so the grandson of isaiah you know this guy who's clearly got ptsd going on too uh his grandson um becomes pretty much a, another captain america hero in the young avengers his name is patriot and they are they are slowly building into young avengers and i won't talk on this too much but there's patriot who's isaiah's grandson that Funny. that was the boy that answered the door that's the boy that answered the door okay. yes there is actually um, Sam's little army buddy, Torres. Uh, I forget his first name. He actually takes up the Falcon mantle and becomes the Falcon in Young And what Avengers. happens with Sam? Sam becomes Captain America. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Exactly. Ah, and then see. don't forget WandaVision with Billy and Tommy. So you have Billy and Tommy and WandaVision. And then, you know, we have the Hawkeye show coming out, I think, either towards the end of 2021 or 2022. Uh, they got Kate Bishop's Hawkeye, the girl who he passes his tutelage to. She could so be one Thanos, yeah. Oh goodness, <laughs> I ain't trying to get into that. But they are it easily, seems, easily, oh, easily, he, an arrow to the head or eye or something. He's like, you should have gone for the head. <laughs> yeah, she'll go straight but for the he's head already shot. Dead. He was already dead. That was just him. His flash flashing before his eyes, so <laughs> he didn't realize. <laughs> oh goodness either way i think i think ray is correct i think um they are slowly building to doing a young avengers whether that be a show or a film ray am i missing anybody i think i think that's everybody who they've teased so far oh and ant-man's daughter oh okay ant-man's daughter Ooh. uh stature i think that's her hero name uh basically she gets her own uh so she can grow just like her father and then shrink to oh, Ant-Man like... 2.0 or I guess 3.0. Yeah, exactly. She, she'll, be, she'll be the third one. 
exactly and she's slated to appear in ant-man 3 uh again so okay okay slow build if they if they pull it off that i think will be really cool um but we digress we digress we get uh bucky arrested let's let's move forward to the next scene we got bucky arrested and um again see i try to sympathize empathize with this guy but man he just seems like an ass uh, <laughs> he bails out Bucky, man. You think Bucky wants to be bailed out by this guy, this wannabe <laughs> Steve? Hell no, man. I could... great value Steve, as they call great him. Great value Steve. I was upset seeing that. I, uh, um, am I the only one? <laughs> Come on. I mean, it was it was, he was so douchey. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I I get it. Like when he w- wasn't this the scene where he was like, "Stay out of my way." Like no, you no, know, no, that, no. we'll get into that later. Oh, that okay, was before when they were inside of the station and they were like, "How did you get him out?" And he he opened his arms like, "Obviously, I'm Captain America, bro. <laughs> I can do whatever <laughs> the hell I want," which is ironic considering the Falcon came and get a, a load from the bank. But <laughs> okay. Oh my, oh my gosh, that's a great that's a great parallel. I didn't even yeah. think about that, man. So exactly. So I'm like, dude, where is the standard in this world? This clearly, can be, clearly like, they <laughs> recognize what who an Avenger is, but they're only willing to do certain things on the tier level of that Avenger. You know, you know? Uh, yeah. Or it could be because this guy is a government worker and the Avengers are kind of like they said, they're free agent. They're not under the responsibility of the government. They kind of run away and do their own thing. So that could, it could be, be it. It could be. Uh, I mean, I-, I doubt it's the only thing, but I- it could be uh, no. uh, yeah. Cap like flexing his authority. You know, yeah, exactly. Because they obviously made it seem that they're a different. Um, you know, almost like a different form of government separated from the U.S. government. They don't listen to them. We saw with Iron Man, he was not dealing with the U.S. government whatsoever. So. It's one of those things where um, because they chose to be independent the same way they did it in the DC animated show, because the Justice League, like the Avengers, choose to be independent, they also have to take care of themselves. And they don't get any special help from the government because the government doesn't want them to rival the government in terms of power. So it could be that. But who knows? Either way, the man's an ass. All right. But it was hilarious. It was hilarious. He was was flexing those muscles saying, but man, look at me. I can get you out of prison like this. (laughs) Kiss Daddy America. Kiss Daddy America. (laughs) And then, so then we get the, I think this was probably, of course it was done for comedic effect, but I loved it. The somber music comes in and it's Bucky looking at Sam. And then we have, you know, how, tell us how you really feel, Buck. And, you know, Bucky lays it on him, man. He's like, that's his legacy. You threw it away. Uh, if Steve trusted you, man, and you you threw it away. And he says, you know, uh, if Steve, Steve couldn't be wrong about you, because if Steve was wrong about you, maybe he was wrong about me. That and hurt. I'm like, I'm like, damn, Buck, come on, man. We ain't supposed to cry or feel some fear, guys, man. Come on, man. And then, you know, and then Sam, uh, Sam, Sam had an equally good response, I feel. You know, what does he say? He says, uh, I don't know if you or Steve will ever believe that I was doing the right thing. 
and I'm sure we'll let we'll get we'll you know peel those layers back as the show goes on. But you know, I feel for him because if if anything, the way this show's going, it's it's probably is what this episode has been portraying. America doesn't want a black Captain America, as we've been talking about this episode in the last uh, podcast recording. I feel it like does, that's what he wanted to say too. That is what they want. Yeah, I, yeah. definitely. Obviously, not my America. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I see Sam. Like he said what he said to Bucky, but you could tell that there was a lot more to it than that. Um, he, I mean, he basically said what Grandmaster was talking about. You know. What part of you and Steve will you not understand that I I did what I think was right, and it's it alludes back to that ending in in episode one where he was a black man giving up this shield, thinking that it was going to go to some historical site, and next thing you know he sees it on Great Value Steve Rogers on national television the next day, uh, and I could tell he's hurt, like. He didn't really show it the way Bucky did during couples therapy. Um, but I could tell the man's hurting too. And that at that point, he was just sick and done with it. He's like, all right, I'm out. This is not helping me. I'm angry. Mm. And, and he just storms out the the uh, facility. So, uh, but then that's when we get that uh, that scene with um, uh, Walker. Stay out of my way. <laughs> and oh. I think that's where people started thinking of him negatively. That was my final straw. Uh, you know, from that point on, I knew, all right, this guy, he, you know, forget all the little moments he had of maybe this guy will be okay. For me, that I'm, I'm done. I'm done with you. That was you the know? last straw. How dare you? These men been doing this. Bucky been doing this for 100 plus years or whatever. Sam, Sam saved the universe Sam, like a couple Sam, months ago. Sam was at the final battle against Thanos. How freaking <laughs> dare you, man? You got the balls to step to them like that. That's crazy. That is crazy, man. And all the while, he's got the shield on him the whole he time. Is. Oh, yeah. When he walked away and it's on his back, I kind of cringed a little bit. Like, oh, damn, man. <laughs> you <laughs> bastard. That's good imagery. That's like really good, you know. Like they said, oh, we got to get that scene, uh, you know, it was with the good. turning on them, you know, and it was good. It was good. Um, goodness, uh, Ray, are you? Are you? How was that scene for you? Are you just like, fuck this guy or what? I mean, I was never sold on this guy, and um, I just, I think he's, I. I shoot. I don't. I don't want to talk about it until like we get towards the end. But I think he's part of something bigger. Well, and, you talking about the end of the recording of this podcast or the end of the series? And no, no, no. End of this episode, actually. Like when when we get through everything, because at the end. Oh no, credit, we're there. We're, I mean, we're, we're at the end. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. So at the end credit, um, my girlfriend actually pointed this out to me. Like um, the blonde girl um, getting on the plane, she mentions the power broker. Oh, I must have missed that. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it's a group of it's Hydra like a group of scientists that um you know they sort of like perform experiments on stuff. I think he's a power broker agent and 
my the, the Walker guy. Yeah, Walker. Okay. And I think that's where I think that's where he got his car from. I also think that's the same people that texted um the flag smashers. You took some of my shit. I'm gonna kill you. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, in the crates it says power broker is watching. I don't know if you guys looked at that. I did not. Cre- oh, they, I, did I mean, sorry, it. not in the crates. The credit, the end credit images. Nope. Oh, oh crap. Yeah, I did not watch it. I mean, I did not watch those. Yeah, I was typed. Damn, I'm gonna go back and look. Yeah, but yeah, like so that's and I I looked up I looked it up like I was looking at uh, other internet theories and like everybody's all over this like so I think this is this was Marvel's way of introducing the new Hydra, or in this case the power broker, and um, I think he's a power broker agent, and that they're okay. they're still conducting experiments, giving out the super soldier serum to people they pick and choose. And I think that's who the Flag Smashers took that stuff from. Interesting. I need to go back to the episode and catch that. But um, the other thing is like the fact that that's why I sent that meme in the morning. Like when you want when she sends nudes. I, 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 I saw me. that and I was like, I know this is in reference to the episode. I haven't watched yeah. it. So I'll no, check that's, it. That's I'll the movie, it. man. It's the movie. It, it's, it's from the movie. But like because they're going to see Zemo. Oh, yes. okay. Actually, oh, well, yeah. Can uh, I, either Ray or, or GM? Can you guys explain the Zemo thing? Cause I'm like, who who's Zemo? I don't oh remember this guy. You don't I remember don't... Zemo from the Winter Soldier? No, no. Uh, Civil Zemo? War. Civil War. Civil War. Oh, Civil War. My bad. Civil War. Who is Zemo? Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. Mission did you watch Report? the movie? Yeah, I watched the movie. Who? Okay, maybe it's the name that I'm just like the, the scientist that was um he was trying to set everybody up to fight each other. You remember right before Captain oh, America? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So, okay. Yeah, that's who we're talking about. Okay. So what are we saying about Zemo then? We thought he was the big bad, but I think I, I I'm reevaluating my stance. I think the big bad is really the power brokers that um they're trying to slowly introduce into the series. And I think Walker is an agent of the power broker. Okay. I mean, okay. I'll take that. I mean, I didn't I didn't think Zemo would be locked up still. Uh, so, so, so that is Zemo, right? That I mean, he, he did, like, kill a bunch of government officials. He did. I just thought during the blip in the five years, he might have been, you know, might have broke out or something. But no, I guess he's still locked up. During Bro, this five years time. for fucking homicide? No, no, no. During, during, you know, like the snap. Maybe after, no, 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 no. you know, like the snap, maybe he... uh No, for all you know, he disappeared for five years. And when he got back, they told him, my man, your sentence pause when you disappear. So man, that's so BS. Oh nah, man, you gotta feel those five years. Otherwise, he didn't learn anything. Tell me, aren't y'all aren't y'all all like law certified? Can't y'all fight that? Huh? Can you take that to court? No, I mean, I think Ray. Yeah, can. Ray. You can, but um, it, it, I don't know how the Avengers world would work. But I know for the purpose of listen, this is beyond state law. If federal government wants to put you in a <laughs> in in a federal prison, it's not even federal government. Now that I think about it, it's international because it's it happened in Germany. So God, even if we release them here, so many other countries still have jurisdiction, and there's no statute of limitations on murder. So, and All right, you got so it here first. From I'll take our- it as a I'll take it as a no. He's being he's going back to being locked up. Actually. Uh, that reminds me of a case I read. 
uh, a while back of a guy who he had a life sentence and he died in prison and he was brought back and he tried to go to court saying, my man, I lived my life sentence because I died. <laughs> no, so, that's, not, that's not how that works. <laughs> so I deserve to go free. Obviously, this man is still rotting in prison, but he tried to play the game. So there's a raised a fair argument. <laughs> I, I think that's solid. It yeah. is. I, I died. I no nah, man, your sentence your sentence is told. If you disappear, your sentence is told. Oh, told. you know, that's that's Game of Thrones logic. You know, my watch has ended. Jon Snow's watch ended for all. Ah, years. yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, man. I have oh. cases from 1990 that people just dodged court for the last 30 years, and then they got caught. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of fine lines being drawn. What can be done for poor man Zemo? Clearly, that that bell tolled for him. <laughs> well, clearly he's gonna break out somehow. And right, I mean, maybe Ray, your theory will prove true. But this man is—he's in the trailers. He's gonna make some waves because he says the world doesn't need any more heroes. So he's gonna come for some heads, I'm sure. And uh, that's where we leave off. Uh, they're off to see Zemo. They're off to see the Zemo, the wonderful Zemo the of wonderful Oz. Zemo. And, and uh, yeah, yeah. Overall, I think uh, good second episode. Uh, good as last week. Um, I think last week's action sequence was better, but hey, we finally got the two dragonists together. So that's that what we're true. here for. You that know, that's true. So. I I think it's on the same level as episode one. For for me, it, it was the chemistry between the two characters. That's yeah. what sold it for me more that's than what, the action. That's what episode one was missing. Uh, y'all, uh, Toasty Ray, overall thoughts? Uh, I thought this episode was way better than the first episode. Ooh, I liked it better. Um, just because same. we got we got to see both characters working together, so we know what to expect from now on. I'm still expecting Bucky to go back to the Asian man. And tell him what's up about his son but i like the chemistry i didn't think it was gonna work but the minute they got to the same place they were joking around messing around like when we, we missed that scene oh yeah go ahead, yeah, go when ahead. He jump off the plane and buck is uh the falcon was man i got everything in camera so <laughs> i know i'm gonna be uh, watching this later to, you see, to it's me those little things that make it good to me, the one that killed me, and I can't believe we 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 skipped this part. It was the it was the interaction early on between Sam and Bucky, where he was like, you know, we're we're gonna go ahead and and uh, and see if we have to tackle the big three. And that's <laughs> right. And yes. Bucky's like big three. And what was Android, it? it Android, alien, wizards. Yeah. And then, <laughs> they're like, wait, we don't have wizards. We got Doctor Strange. I, I swear. Yes. The interaction was hilarious. I love no, that, was, that was good. And then he's like, you know, uh, what about Gandalf? And he's like, how do you know about Gandalf? Because, you know, Sam grew up with the movies. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I, I read, read The, the Hobbit in 1937. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good, good. So Chris and Walker repeated it. Wait, when Walker what? Who was it, Walker or the sidekick that repeated it? The. the it was a psychic, but they changed it to Super Soldier at the end instead of Wizard. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You're right. You're That's right. right. That's right. What about you, Ray? Uh, like, overall thoughts on the episode? Now that we're wrapped like up with it? One. I like this one better. It's, um, I think there were more 
the themes are getting it flushed out even more. And I don't, I know the I know the writers of the show and then the directors are like don't go crazy with the fan theories, but it's hard not to speculate about things like young Ju- young I said young justice, young avengers <laughs> and um you know the what role is Isaiah going to play the new group that they're trying to introduce, you know, all of this is pretty cool. And um I see these are things like I didn't get in the first episode and I'm excited about it. Likewise, likewise. I think that wraps up our thoughts with episode two of Falcon and Winter Soldier. We got a couple Grand Line tales to get through. Uh, not too many, kind of a uh, quiet week, nothing too crazy. Um, but hey, actually, our... oh, go ahead. actually, before we go, I want to make a point to talk about this show. The new show on Prime, Invincible. That's the new animated oh. show. I watched the first couple episodes and if you like the boys the show that's also on amazon prime or if you're a fan of like the young justice like those kind of show i advise it it's really good um that can they, maybe be an episode yeah there are three the... yeah there are three episodes out and it has me questioning where they're gonna go with this show because i know people that there's a comic apparently i'm not gonna read the comic i just want to watch it but people in the comment section were going off saying, y'all are not ready for this show. The comic gets so much worse. So whatever you think is going on, your mind is going to explode. So I advise anybody to watch that show. And I think it will be fun. It's three I episodes like so far, right? Three episodes. And I'm assuming they're going to release one episode every Friday the same way they did with The Boys. And that's mm-hmm. that uh, animated. It's yes. Animated. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's crazy, man. Like the voice, <laughs> the voice cast alone is what sold me. You got Steve, yes. They got Stephen Yoon, your boy Glenn from The Walking Dead. They got J.K. Simmons Ooh. as the dad. Um, yeah, man, I'm sold. I've I've been meaning to watch it, so I'm not, let me uh, let me get into that maybe uh, tonight or tomorrow sometime. Good yeah, book. highly advise it. Like it's like thirty minutes per episode or twenty minutes. I don't know. It felt so fast, but it. I mean, the basic definition. It reminds me of the movie Sky High, when the boy had the parents that are superheroes, Ew. And, Ew. and he didn't get his. But obviously, it's the R-rated version of that. The, so oh, okay, it, fair enough. It gets bloody really, really quick, and you could see that some people they don't mess around. So. There are things where this, I mean, I don't want to get into spoilers, but there's somebody that practically went ham and destroyed an entire civilization just to send a message. He's like, man, stop messing with me. (laughs) And he made a point, and you could see the people that he was destroying, they were pissing in their pits, saying, but it's not our fault. We thought it was going to be easy. He's like, nah, y'all fucked up today. Stop messing around. And he (laughs) sent them back to the Stone Age. So I'm ready for that, dude. You know what? We'll give it a shot, and uh, you you guys will probably hear it from us. Our, our thoughts on episodes one through three of Invincible, and we'll probably do it weekly, kind of like uh, what we're doing with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind it at all. But um, let's let's get into. Uh, well, actually, I guess that was basically our first Grand Line tale. That might as well have been one. That was actually a pretty good one. Let's go into our second Grand Line tale. Uh, we have confirmation that Black Widow, the movie, is coming to Disney Plus also, as well as theaters, in, uh, on July 9th. And the reason why that's a big deal is because before, Disney was very hush-hush on whether this was going to be a Disney 
plus film like released simultaneously like what they've been doing with their last couple movies like uh raya and the last dragon uh soul uh mulan all that stuff so this is kind of cool that they're doing the same thing with marvel they're like hey you know what uh, covid is still a thing so let's let's just do it S- simultaneous release uh theaters and disney plus so hey man catch me at the be. theaters i'm not paying 30 dollars for that <laughs> oh, I guess that's the cheaper option. You have to pay 30 option. bucks. It's still the premier nah. access. It's 30 <laughs> bucks, yeah. No, 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 no. They got to try to rake in that cash as much as they can since they're going this route. So, guess we at the theaters. I risk getting corona. No, oh, no, I'm go- I'm going to the theaters because your girl deserves it. All right. They did her dirty. Right, they didn't yo. even give her a proper funeral in Endgame. So, the least we can do is go watch her movie. In theaters, I'm with her. Have they told us like uh, this is set after the movie, right? But before, they, they, no. oh, before, right? Well, I mean, you you've seen Endgame, right? <laughs> oh no! I, mm. Oh wait, did I spoil Endgame? <laughs> no, actually, never mind. Yeah, you're right. I, no, honestly, I totally forgot about that. I thought that she was one of the people that died during the blip, but honestly, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, I remember, yeah, she 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 she's one of the people that like legit died in Endgame. There's no coming back for her. Yeah, because she uh, traded yeah. her she traded her soul for the soul stone. There ain't no turnbacks for that one. That is right. Honestly, I don't even remember her dying. That is so sad. Yo. Yeah, because yeah, I remember at the end they had the funeral for Tony Stark when they were all gathered but, up. But not for Scar Joe. <laughs> not for Scar Joe. You know what? I didn't see a body, so for all we know she's alive. Just no, like there, the... there was a body. It was There was, yeah, the body was oh, there. You was... saw it laying yeah. there lifeless. <laughs> you know what? They have alien technology. They can bring her back. Who needs a soul? There is the thought of like, uh, Marvel has been doing this thing with their movies where they tell a story, but they still try to tie it into the rest of the universe that they're building. If they're showing a prequel for someone that's dead, is this just going to be its own thing and nothing else? No tie-ins? No references? I mean, Wanda Wanda can bring her back technically, so... Maybe some yeah. okay, so sorcery, maybe sorcery can well Wanda is a product of the Mind Stone, so maybe if anybody has the power, maybe Wanda. That's a good point. But yeah. um, you know, back to Ray's young Avengers theory. I forgot about her. Her sister, quote unquote, is supposed to take up the new Black Widow mantle. Oh. And that could be a thing. So that might be the the future tie in. After that movie ends, that's cool. Well, I don't. Other than that, I don't see anything else. Yeah. Fair oh well. R.I.P. R.I.P. to our girl Black Widow, and then of course Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That's like the the was well, a Chinese movie. Yeah. That's like very Chinese focused. Uh, that's Mar- got Marvel's that. first martial arts hero. First. Martial arts hero. They better That's, not mess it up. <laughs> that got pushed to September 3rd, 2021. And I'm hoping they don't mess it up. Uh, my first martial arts uh, foray into Marvel was with Iron Fist. And oh, God. Iron Fist. <laughs> we all know how Iron Fist was. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Please, let's never talk of it. It the never happened. The glory happens. of Iron Fist. Wait, no, it, we, never it never it happened. It never happened. It never happened. Uh, yes. But yeah, those movies got pushed back, but at least we got confirmation that we're going to get premiere access for this. 
Um, the next thing we got, Suicide Squad trailer. That actually came out today. And um, I'll be honest. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. Well, I mean, tough luck because we're going to be talking about it. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, they didn't show too much. I don't think they really yeah, did. They, yeah, it's pretty yeah. basic. It's just they, new characters, and that's it. If anything, there's probably one is thing. Is John Cena finally a good actor? Is who? John Cena, you said? Finally a good actor. He seemed like John Cena. Fine. Yeah, he's all right. I've yeah. never seen him act well in the world. I mean, I'm waiting for Fast and the Furious 9 to drop mm. to see if he's got real chops. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't I don't yeah. know if that's a good testament of chops, but uh, he seemed if, fine. If you can if you can act well in Fast and the Furious, you deserve a fucking Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not, it's not a good franchise. I mean, it's not a good franchise. I don't got Oscars. I got family. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the glory the glory that is uh steves and chobs wait is it steves and chobs hobbs 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 and hobbs and, and, and oh my god small oh fucking grabbed a hel- no but i mean like he swung helicopters with fucking chains like, listen man fucking they, they threw logic out the window for that movie oh i i never finished that one i could never finish it I I actually watched that one. That was the, it was it was bad. <laughs> it, it, it was bad. It was it was really bad. But why were they fighting people with guns, with fucking Samoan swords and knives? Like what the fuck? It's about family, man. The the themes carried over into that into that movie. How's, but, how's family gonna save you from these bullets? The same way, uh, James Gunn's. Suicide Squad will save the DC universe because I'll be honest, it didn't turn me off from it. I thought I was going to be I like, sh- oh my god, this is terrible. But I wasn't. I was like, oh, okay. I they put all the good scenes in a- that trailer. <laughs> is this supposed to be a sequel or a reboot? It's a reboot. It's, and- it's a... <sighs> It, right? It, it is a reboot, right? It's, it's, it's a reboot as far as... Um, Let's take let's forget some of the characters we used in the first one and let's just bring in a whole new group of characters. The only returning characters are Harley, uh Rick Flag, Captain Boomerang, Amanda Waller. Oh my and, god, does that mean oh, Jared Leto is gonna be back? No no no, 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 no Jared no, 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 Jared I can't Leto, take this anymore, man. <laughs> Jared Leto's not he's not a part of this at he's all. Done. You uh, know what? It's, I'm it's, gonna go see that movie at the theater then. Yeah, it has a W for me. It, listen, James Gunn, what he did with the Guardians movies, you know, I never knew the Guardians prior to those films, and mm, yeah, they were good outings. Um, based on his name alone, I will go check this out. Uh, yeah, yeah, this trailer looks good too. Looks fun, fun movie. Fun movie. That that's what I got out of it. Um, but yeah, and then I I guess our last Grand Line story. Oh. Oh my god. My Hero Academia premiere is tomorrow. My man, I'm ready. <laughs> Season 5 premiere is tomorrow Saturday oh, been, uh, morning. Oh, I've been reading the manga. Oh, don't Oh, no, no, no. Don't no, no, say no. anything. <laughs> no. 
But I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, season five. I, I'm I literally caught up with everything anime wise. Uh, you guys want to know what happens to Endeavor? You can stop. You Shut can stop. <laughs> I will kick you out of this. <laughs> um, but yeah, super excited. Tomorrow. There's a crazy plot twist. Oh my oh gosh! My God. Get him out of here, Doctor Jason. Get him out. Get we him are out. done. But. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, do you guys have anything else to besides Ray? Do you guys have anything else to add <laughs> to uh, season five? Like what you're excited for? What what what, what are you gonna look forward to? I can tell you what his you should powers. be excited for. Stop. <laughs> Deku's new power, dude. They he I guess had a preview in the last uh, episode of the last season where he had like the Avatar stage thing where he saw all the past hero and he saw all for one and one for all fighting each other so i'm ready to see that i want to see what upgrade he has and um you have to remember that the league of villain they also got the serum that can take away people's power so i'm assuming somebody's gonna lose their power again this season which at the same time they don't really have to worry too much a little bit about it unless they take that little girl's power away the one that can um oh uh eerie right yeah eerie she can replay she can replay yeah so she's the only hope for um um the blonde kid i can't remember his name either uh Uh, meru oh man uh um uh mirio 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 yeah she's she is his only hope and a way for him to get his power back so if she loses her power oh well but that's what I'm most excited about. And I missed the League of Villain from last season. They didn't have that much scene until the very end when they kind of cripple uh, the guy that was in charge <laughs> of everything. So I'm ready to see what they're going to do this season. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anything to add, GM? Um, I know we left off, uh, you know, Bakugo. Uh, I, I really like watching Bakugo's story. I like how mm-hmm. he's, you know... He's finally developing a real rivalry with Deku where they respect each other. So I think that's always great to see. But also him and Todoroki, they're finishing out that uh, that remedial class for uh, uh, the yeah. license. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also, I think the biggest thing for me, um, well, I know it's class 1A versus 1B. And I know how this show goes. Nothing ever goes right with anything they do, any of these special events something goes wrong so i imagine something's going to go wrong in this um but then you know we left off with endeavor and i'm telling you i i bawled in that in last season's finale when like the little boy was like don't you say that the flames are still burning the flames are still burning (laughs) and endeavor man i i don't know why i got so emotional but uh i i'm here it was the song was it the song? It was the song? It was the song that played when he was fighting up until the end. I mean, I was the same way. Um, I almost got teary, and I love that scene. So you'd be surprised how much music plays a role in like a movie or a show when it tries like to bring Demon out emotions Slayer. in you. Like Demon Slayer. Oh, Demon Slayer is good too. Demon Slayer yeah. is really good. Yeah, but yeah, I'm here for Endeavor's journey, man. I want to yeah. see. Uh, I want to see where it takes him. I want to see where he goes. I want to see him really come into his own. Shut your mouth, Ray, because I already been spoiled once, and I know what you're getting at. 
So shut your mouth. I know exactly what you're thinking since you read the manga. So shut up. Ray, we'll, we'll give you a chance to just say what what are you excited about just to, you know, in terms of what's going to be animated without saying what's going to happen. Choose your word carefully. I'm, I'm kidding. Like, honestly, the anime is pretty much like with, with, with the exception of like a few chapters, anime is pretty much on par with the manga for my hero. But with that being said, I am like just how they're gonna progress forward. Because I mean, I don't want to talk about it, but it, we have a lot it, to look forward to. Yeah, you guys have a lot to look. I do want to give um, quick shout out to K-pop in USA. We went there the other day, and like they have amazing action figures and whatnot. If you're a big anime fan or like manga fan, go check that store out. You will I be. I bought my first figurine from there. SS4 yeah. Gogeta. Gogeta. But yeah, I'm excited for, I'm excited for the, um, the I, I I'm gonna start watching the My Hero animations. I'm also very I, I there was a rumor I I don't know if it's just people just making shit up, but I thought Hunter and Hunter was coming back. For it's like, a rumor. Re- it's always a rumor. It's always a rumor, right? And then um, One Punch Man is I'm I'm looking forward to I I read the manga and watch the animation, but. Like when it comes out, I'm very excited for the third season of One Punch Man. Fair enough. We got a lot of anime to look forward to. But um, yeah, I would say that wraps up this episode of the Yonko Table. A lot of the stuff that we talked about with Falcon and Winter Soldier. We got some pretty good Grand Line tales that we went uh, that we deep dived into, basically. So. Um, yeah, I say that wraps it up. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop, Supernovas, Ray, and Toasty signing off. Hold up, don't forget the plug. I forget the plug. Jesus. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter handles and Facebook page at Yonko Table. Do it. We'll love you forever. Like, share, subscribe, and comment, and tell us what you think about each and every episode you give a listen to. But, fellow Yonko, fellow Supernova, now, signing off. Take care, guys.